to another episode of the Other Media Podcast at www.wapeach.com. I'm your host, Denise, back again to talk more comics and musical compositions. Uh, got a cool show lined up for you today, as always. Uh, gonna get really in-depth about DC's new Wednesday comics, which everyone on the internet is buzzing about. If you do not know what Wednesday comics is, please listen to the rest of the show. I will enlighten you about that, amongst other things, but... Before you waste the next uh, half an hour of your day listening to me and my friend Steve argue about comic books, uh, how about you do something worthwhile and check out this track I'm about to play for you. It's by The Cool Kids off their uh, recent mixtape with uh, Don Cannon called uh, Gone Fishing. And uh, It's a tape that came out earlier in the year and uh, I enjoyed it, but right now, recently, I've just been getting back into it. So... uh, there's so many good tracks on it, but this is just uh, one I picked out. It's called Tune Up off the Gone Fishing mixtape. This is the Cool Kids. Uh, my right hand on my left ain't shit. So I'm writing them new mics with the black flight stitch. High top letters, ball print, cap lock shift. Home base, Denim, Denim, step back. My right hand on my left ain't shit. So I'm writing them new mics with the black flight stitch. High top letters, ball print, cap lock shift. Home base, safe niggas kicking cap lock fit. I'm cool breeze with ease. Like a draft out the shower. Cool breeze from Atlanta. I should watch for the hood. Right, left, upper cut. Should watch for the jab. Heavy bag, heavy weight, I speed pass, speed bags, did that, in that, did that, got cash, started chilling, paint, hanging pictures in my building, had my girl come through, hanging curtains from the ceiling, a nice touch of love on the floor with the rug, duh, nigga, we been up on dust, this, that, like this, bite this, and a brand new catchphrase, just do it like us, I'm on my new shit, fly, tell them birds what's up, buy now, buy down, when them prices go up, up higher than a high chair, the two-year-olds, four my clothes, make my bed up and all that Cause I've been getting bored listening to y'all rap
comics this week? Let's talk about comics. Um, uh, Steve's back with me. Steve, what's up? Not much. Good to be back again. Wanted to bring Steve back to talk about this week's of comics. This week was a crazy week of comics. I don't remember. Um, it's been a while since I've just been had a week where like I knew what was coming out and. I was just really excited about going to the shop and picking up my books and getting a chance to read anything, you know. I never had a, I haven't had a day like that where I've just been anticipating, you know, um reading comics so much. And that's uh I mean that's kind of a testament to how good uh how many good books are coming out right now. I had three like must read books that uh that were coming out uh this Wednesday that were uh that are the three books we're gonna talk about. And uh Steve, how'd you feel about Wednesday Day? To this Wednesday, week. I, uh, I, I went down to the store and snagged the last copy of Wednesday Comics, and that just made my day. Yeah, it seems like Wednesday Comics was uh, was selling out everywhere, and it's one of those things, you know, it's real incentive to go out to the store and get it, but uh, we'll get to that later, okay? Uh, um, We were talking about, me and you, the other day, just how um, DC's just killing it. They have a lot of good series going on right now, and... um. It's... Pretty much all their uh, every series with their main characters, you know, Superman, Green yeah. Lantern, Batman, Batman, Batman's the new kind of set a new precedent in Batman. All their all their all new books are pretty good. Yeah. Superman's um the Superman family of books is going crazy. We're gonna amazing talk about how... that in a second. And uh, Flash, Flash Rebirth, Green Lantern's got Blackest Night. So yeah, a lot of crazy things. Um. I'm sure Wonder Woman's pretty crazy right now too. I have It's really uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. good, but you know. Have you been keeping up with it? A, a little. I mean, like I read like two issues after not reading like five. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I'm the sure. The last I'm issue sure. had giant sharks fighting sea monsters. So I mean, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Okay, Wonder Woman. Okay, but uh, beside the point. Okay, so the first book I want to talk about today is um. Probably the most anticipated in terms of uh, just like what's going to happen plot-wise was a uh, Superman: World of New Krypton number five, written by uh, James Robinson and Greg Rucka, with art by Pete Woods. And um, basically, this is the series that's kind of the anchor point of the current story arc that's going on in all the Superman books, New Krypton. And uh, just to kind of summarize things for people who haven't been following Superman. Uh, they kind of set a new precedent in the three Superman books that uh, four, excuse me, Superman books that run. Uh, and there's a story arc going through all four of them, and it's called New Krypton. And basically, what it's about is at the end of uh, the Superman story arc, Brainiac, Superman frees uh, the city of Kandor, which in Superman lore was a city that was trapped in a glass bottle because Brainiac had shrunk it down. But Superman defeated Brainiac, and he uh, set free the city. So then you just had this problem on Earth. This issue where there was these thousands of uh kryptonians existed and they all were as strong as superman and just kind of dealing with that and uh superman uh the kryptonians left and formed their own planet and superman chose to go live there just to kind of monitor everything and that's what Keep this eyes series on everything because general zod zod yes if you remember superman the films of, uh, zod's is back so. yeah and uh basically this one uh the last issue ended with uh Superman being our and his uh assistant Lieutenant Nar is lieutenant is, that, is she a lieutenant I don't want to bust rank on her 
<laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what she is. Uh, Hold on, it's not like... sure how analogous uh, Kryptonian military it, ranks yeah, are. Yeah, look, our... look that uh, look, look that up because they they address her in the book somewhere, in the it's things. Crazy. But yeah, um, and they get arrested for treason, and this whole it issue is was Lieutenant about. Nala just you got it right. Nice, nice. This issue was about them being on trial, and the reason why I was so excited to read it is um. Me and Steve were both at the DC uh, Nation panel at Heroes Con in Charlotte uh, this past uh, May, or excuse me, June. And at the at that panel, they said the, the end of this issue, World of New Krypton number five, there'll just be something shocking is going to happen, and it's going to set the precedent for the next new story arc, you know, sub story arc of New Krypton that's going to go through all these books Superman, uh, Action Comics, World of New Krypton, and Supergirl. And it's going to be called Codename Patriot. And, um, I guess, should we spoil it, or... Uh, shoot, dude, that's, it's a pretty, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I, I, I mean, we'll probably I have to talk about it, it eventually once we start talking about this codename Patriot, but for now, I'm gonna say, definitely just pick up the issue, I'm not gonna spoil it, because if you kind of know the characters, and you get a really definitely good sense of them in this issue... Yeah, all, actually, all five issues are worth picking up, it's, you know, Robinson and Rucka, Robinson's writing Superman... And Rucka is writing action comics, and they're kind of co-plotting and writing on this. Yeah, and and uh, keep in mind that, like, there's Supergirl, Action Comics, Superman, and the series World of New Krypton, where they're all, like, they're all really connected, but they're each a separate series. Yeah, so. each, each tells its own story, and it kind of makes this whole uh, tapestry of stories. Definitely, I think World of New Krypton is probably the must-read of that series. If you just want to read one book, uh, probably Supergirl, definitely I'd recommend to you. Yeah, World of New Krypton is the one that actually has Superman in it. Yes. So. Yeah, but all the, all, all, all the Superman books I'd recommend, but yeah, World of New Krypton, definitely pick it up. And uh, also, uh, moving on, I just want to really briefly talk about uh, Green Lantern 43, which is the prologue to Blackest Night, which is the big, not even Green Lantern story, summer story that's happening for DC Comics about uh, the Black Lanterns being formed. And this is just kind of a prologue. If you haven't been reading Green Lantern, maybe. Maybe this is something you might want to pick up. And uh, it kind of sets the stage of some of the of, of one of the central characters of the book. Mm -hmm. Steve, what did you think of this? Uh, once I learned like who the dude was that they're talking about, mm -hmm. I thought he was pretty cool. It took me a while to realize who he was but uh yeah wait basically like, it's this... not some big secret like mm -hmm. but I, I i'm just not familiar with the character yeah it focuses on a character named william hand who's kind of a classic green lantern villain who uh if you follow if you've been following this jeff john series of green lantern which this black as night story is kind of the pinnacle of so far uh the first uh the re the restart of the series green lantern rebirth uh william hands in the first issue of that as a the black hand he's a villain but if you're not familiar with him this is kind of a really good summarization of who he is uh not only will you kind of get an understanding of who he is as kind of one of the main antagonists in black as night but you kind of get a nice little vibe of the story and the art um i think that's that's if you're gonna buy it for anything uh doug mark's art, art yeah he's a new regular artist on green lantern um and yeah, the art's intense. There's that one page. I think you know the uh, both those pages. There's the, the uh, one, the one full page though. You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, there's well, there's the two sections. There's the one where he's talking about the people who have died and the people who have cheated death. Yeah, and that's some stuff that's gonna play heavily into Blackest Night. But we're probably gonna be 
ranting about Blackest Night um next uh next show. So uh, that's Probably, coming out since there's multiple books. Yeah, out yeah, and next we're gonna read months. all of them. <laughs> we're gonna read Blackest Night's Titans. <laughs> we're gonna read them all. So uh, yeah, Blackest Night ad nauseum. But okay, here's the main event. This is the my pick of the week, and um, Steve, I'm assuming your pick of the week too. It's kind of yeah been an ununanimous pick of the week of everyone i'm hearing a lot of people talking about this and that's dc's new um i guess you'd call it the new weekly anthology series wednesday comics and basically what this is is um it's got a 12 week weekly series that dc's doing and it's a collection of strips like comic strips like you know how like you know you used to read in the old uh newspapers and stuff and the funnies that used to be you know in between garfield and peanuts you know, there'd be Superman strips, or, you know, there'd be Spider-Man strips, you know. Same principle, but just with superhero characters, and it's kind of a really interesting take on the medium. So they're kind of bringing that back, so... And it's not just a strip in Wednesday, like, it used to be just a strip, but in this Wednesday comics, these are, you know, full, huge page, Yeah, you know. yeah, let's, the, well, it brings me to this, let's talk about the format. It's not your traditional 22-page comic, you know printed differently it's printed on kind of a nicer newsprint you know kind of what you'd find like a usa today or paper like that printed on and it's folded kind of like a comic book but then you unfold it and then you unfold it again and then you just see this nice full uh page superman uh batman comic with this huge wednesday comics logo and there are these just huge there's these nice um little strip style stories that are huge pages and um there's how many stories total? One, two, like, three. I think four, eleven six, was. Nine. No, it's definitely more than it's eleven. It's like four, fifteen stories. Yeah. Fifteen stories, and it's three ninety nine. You know, a little higher price point, but you're getting fifteen stories. And then the other selling point of this was just the creative teams they put together. Oh, there's some great teams on this. Um, I mean, the big ones: Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Risso, who are most famously known for doing uh the Vertigo series Hundred Bullets. Um. Azarello's worked, uh, done some mainstream work. Eduardo Russo did the Logan series, uh, but with Brian K. Vaughn. Was this the Azarello did that Joker series? Yes, he Joker did the Joker. Cover? He did the Joker uh, hardcover, and that actually brings us to the Superman story, which is written by a writer named John Riccardi and drawn by Lee Bergamo. Bermejo. Bermejo, who uh, was the artist on the Joker hardcover and known for his uh, Hellblazer covers and such. But um, yeah, there's so many. I mean, basically. Every creative team is kind of um, kind of different and kind of really fits the story. I like how there's a good mix of there's a lot of artists they chose whose art style really fits with this strip mm-hmm. kind of format where it's something you'd expect to see where it's a little more either a little more traditional, like a little more classic kind of Silver Age style art or a little more cartoony, which kind of fits with the um, aesthetic of the thing. Like you see with uh, maybe Supergirl art or... Yeah, which seems like it's going to be a you know, uh, less serious, funny story. Yeah, so or even the Sergeant that. Rock, it's still kind of got a more... It's kind of... Yeah, kind Sergeant of, Rock is very It's older, so it fits in the two-ish. strip. But then they kind of play around with it where they got uh, the Teen Titans art is really... Sean Galloway is really unique. Um, the the, the Libra Bejo art is totally the exact opposite of something that you'd see in a comic strip. It's very realistic and painted and kind mm-hmm. of yeah like that so that's interesting and then um the wonder I woman really one was really different the wonder woman one was really different 
The Wonder Woman one I had a problem with because the panels were really hard to follow. It was really hard to follow. I think but um, artist... it was interesting to see the experimentation in that form, yeah. though. I think the artist tried to do too much for one page. Like, there were just too many really tiny panels that made it hard to follow what was actually going on. But that being said, it'll be interesting to follow that story to see, like, as it goes on, if it gets a little more mm -hmm. coherent. And uh, you can... Because it seemed like an interesting story. But, um... Okay... I mean, we can talk about it forever, so I'm going to go ahead and call you out, Steve, your three favorite Wednesday comic stories and uh, just a brief description of why you liked it. Uh, easily Strange Adventures at number one. I, I just love the way it just seems like it's going to be uh, Adam. It's Adam Strange. It right? is Adam Strange, yes. Just Adam Strange, like in space with like some hot alien chick, like <laughs> fighting some sort of like rhino gorilla people. Like that's the first page. It's Adam yeah, Strange. Yeah, it's Paul Pope, who's a really places. um interesting kind of postmodern style artist. Uh, did some cool Batman work and stuff. Yeah, this I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I've been hearing kind of unanimously. It's Adam Strange by Paul. I mean, it Pope. just seems like it's going to be this great sort of uh pulpy. It's very pulpy. Conan yes, like when he at the end he kind of. I love not to, that's. My favorite individual panel, actually, of this whole thing might be that last panel of Strange Adventures. Yeah. It's him taking off with a jetpack, and it says, haven't even had time for a cup of coffee yet. Boom, as, like, kind of <laughs> huge things. And then it says, stand clear, darling. So, yeah, that yeah. seems like, yeah, I love the pulpy feel because that's something you'd expect to see in a story like that. That's my other – that's that's one of my favorites, too. Okay, uh, my, de I'm gonna, Dead Man. Dead Man, yes. Dead Man written by Dave Volick, uh and art by him as well, I believe, with the assistance of someone. Yeah, Dead Man's another. Uh, it's actually a character that I thought was a good choice because he's a. He's not that well known compared to you know like Batman or Superman or Green Lantern. He's a really cool character. Yeah, he's a really cool character. Does a good job. I thought the Dead Man one was a good job. Did a good job of taking uh, use of the panels to give kind of a good backstory. Oh, character. that was great! It was they gave you like a full backstory on the character and introduced like w the plot that he was dealing with. He's sort of like in a detective sort of story, mm -hmm. and it, it it didn't seem cluttered or rushed. The layout, at all the plot. layout was really good. Um, mm -hmm. that kind of experimented and helped them take advantage of the full page to tell the story. And uh, I thought it had one of the strongest colorings. Uh, Dave Stewart. Oh, definitely great like the it. the murder scene page yeah and top. dave bullock the art um is really nice it uh very evocative of a darwin cook kind of bruce tim style yeah that's uh, initially that's who i thought it was when i first glanced at it but yeah the dead man one is great and your third one third one this is gonna be i'm gonna have to say this is a oh it's gonna be either be i'm gonna go ahead and say metamorpho i think metamorpho is gonna be a great story yes metamorpho in terms of creative teams, I think that has the most all-star creative team, which is Neil Gaiman, writing Neil Gaiman of Sandman, um, famed novelist. He just won a Newbery Award for some shit. Um, <laughs> real talk. on His, his like last Twitter of the day, or day ago, was, yeah, I'm on my way to some shit to get a Newbery Award. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Mike Allred of uh, Mad Men and... Uh, ecstatics fame on art and his his is one of the styles i talked about really fitting this uh yeah i think metamorpho has always been one of my favorite characters when i've read him uh characterized right and uh they really did a good job of capturing him and it seems like 
at face value, it seems like it's going to be very pulpy, and you know, it just is. Kind of I mean, it's almost character. like reading an old Johnny Quest cartoon or something. You yeah, know, you but I think like... I think Gaiman's going to push that, and as we read it, it's going to have some Grant Morrison shit happen, where it's like really deep and about something. But I yeah, I think the story's going to be pretty cool. It just seems like they're off to find some sort of hidden temple. So it's like Indiana Jones if he could like turn into titanium and chlorine. Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah, that's another good one. Okay, my top three, I want to talk about, uh, first of all, my favorite one. Uh, no, 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 I'll say my favorite one for last. Uh, I was going to do, uh, what was the last one we talked about? I was going to do Metamorpho. That was my number two. So that's that, that, that's gone. We talked about that. But uh, my number three was the Supergirl story by uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, who uh, mm-hmm. they do the Power Girl series together. They work on a lot of stuff together. Um husband and wife team but yeah i think that one just had a really uh playfulness to it that one seemed like it's gonna be pretty funny i've seen some of the future pages online it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good yeah it seems one thing i liked about this collection as a whole is it kind of had something for everyone something i mean everything has kind of a universal feel to it but some have some stuff uh has elements that a more mature audience would connect to more but the supergirl one it seems like a younger audience like it's not even necessarily catering to a younger audience but it seems like a younger audience could really appreciate it because it's just really playfully done and nicely colored, and it had a lot of action to it. It's mm-hmm. just really exciting. And then my most favorite one of the Wednesday comics as a whole had to be um, The Flash. Uh, oh, that one was pretty good. First of all, Silver Age, Flash, Barry Allen, Flash Rebirth is back. Yeah, I was um, a little surprised when I read Barry Allen. but uh... I thought that was awesome. The logo, they brought back the old school logo with the... Um, the lightning bolts behind it yeah that's really nice this whole uh, yeah i like yeah i think they did that on a couple of ones they brought the logo back and um another interesting thing about it it was two separate strips almost with two separate um two separate artists i believe mm-hmm. and the first half deals with kind of uh barry allen finding gorilla grod and having to deal with you know being the flash and it's drawn by carl kershaw who I've been wanting to draw Flash since, remember, I don't even think you read it. There's a book came out called All Flash Number One, and it was kind of the restarting of Flash they did when Wally came back. Mm-hmm. And Carl Kershaw drew some of it, and his art was so amazing. Like, he has to draw fast for the rest of his life. <laughs> but he kind of went on, did the Teen Titans uh, year one miniseries and stuff. But it's great to see him on Flash. And then uh, what I loved about it is in these strip comics, like you don't have 22 pages to have exposition to build a character which is why when you read modern comics it's a lot more um it's a lot more out of the costume a lot more getting to know the character but with these strip formats you only have like so many panels to kind of get the essence of the character on the page and i think generally all the comics are that well but the flash one especially um you just read through these panels and you get a really good sense of who Barry Allen is and uh who the Flash is as a character and how he interacts with his villains and, uh, you know, just kind of his moral code. And then the second half uh, was really good. It was um, drawn by Brendan Fletcher, I believe, and um, it was focusing on Iris West, and it was kind of uh, a harken back to old romance comics, which is something that uh, you'd also see in the strips a lot, and uh, kind of her leaving Barry a Dear John letter, and that was kind of a different vibe, but overall that kind of connected together to make a really cool story. 
Yeah, sort of connecting back to the classic romance where he, Barry Allen is always late, so she's leaving him, and then she sort of has a change of heart when she sees how sad he is. It's really nice. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be one for the books. I think it's going to be something we're going to be talking about for a while. I really hope to see more stuff like this from DC. I hope they bring it back. I mean, I, I think it. I mean the success is being pretty good and I think after the next 12 they're going to hopefully get another set of creative teams. I mean, if this is the ones for the first one, uh I can't wait to see who they get on next cuz I mean, kind of shown it's kind of shown how well it can work and uh I really really enjoyed it. Mhm. Mm so, yeah, that's uh comics for this week. Uh, next week we got a uh, Blackest Night coming out and I think uh some other stuff. I think Marvel's going to have some Avengers stuff coming out too, so that's going to be one to That's usually a good book. One to look at. But uh yeah, that's uh that's comics. So that wraps up another episode of the Other Media podcast. Uh please make sure you check out our uh, sister associated website www.wapeach.com, wapeach.com for your gaming needs, retro gaming and modern gaming as well. Uh, great articles and videos on that site, so definitely check that out. That's www.wapeach.com. And um, also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash southcacknizzy, C-A-C-K, N to the E to the E to the Z-Y-Nizzy. Make sure you do that. And uh, finally, just um, hit me up with some feedback if you mind. If you're listening to the show, let me know. Um, I'm not just sitting here screaming into my MacBook for my own personal uh, enjoyment. Uh you know, easiest way to do that, get on Twitter, um, reply to me, South Cacknizzy, you know, just let me know what you think, improvements, questions, any comics questions, I'll be sure to answer, and uh, if Twitter's not your thing, you know, staff at wapeach.com, I believe, is uh, the best way to get to me right now. Soon, I guess, I'll take the time, five minutes to set up, like, a Gmail account I can use for this, but uh, for now, just, you know, feedback, let me hear from you, but, um... I guess I've been wasting too much of your time already, so I'm going to dip out, holla back. This is uh, Ill Ease and the Racket with Here Comes Trouble on the Other Media Podcast. See you next week. Here comes trouble.